Hey fam, how you going? Hello and welcome to the podcast Rise in Line with Vicky. I'm your host, Vicky Sinton. I'm a personal development and mindset coach and I'm so excited to have you along listening to this podcast. If you're someone who's just starting your personal development journey or if you're already knee deep, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, a podcast will be released with a mixture of guided meditations, guest episodes, as well as practical steps that you can implement into your life and better your mindset. So I can't wait to go on this journey with you guys to rise up and align our lives. Hello and welcome friends to this week's podcast episode. As I'm sure some of you know, I was on holiday last week and last week's episode was a meditation. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, go back and check it out. It is a good one. And this week I did have something else planned to record. However, I've had a bit of inspiration um, this morning. So I'm just going to go with the flow a little bit. I have a couple notes because I don't want to chat too long. (laughs) If you know me, you'll know that I can literally just talk forever if I wanted to, even though I'm actually talking to anyone. Um, So what we're going to focus on is a end of quarter one reflection and how what my process was the past week. So I took the time when I was away, I did a little bit of journaling on um how my goals are going for this year because coming to the end of March and I'm not quite there yet but almost it's the time to start thinking about it it is a good time to reflect on where we're at with our goals and if you don't do a monthly reflection then definitely do this at least because when we set at the start of the year in January I'm sure some of you have set yearly goals for the year of 2022 now that we're three months in we can kind of get Uh, a little bit less motivation, a little bit less commitment, um, even just a sense of loss of direction on where we're going, which is why it's a great point to check in. And then obviously again, halfway and three quarters of the way through the year, just because that's going to help you stay on track and make sure that what you're working towards is something that you actually still want. And that's a little bit kind of why I wanted to share with you my little process because some of my goals have changed slightly and I have also reprioritized certain goals and have chosen to not work towards some this quarter. And that's because for me personally, during my reflection, I found that I have set a lot of goals for the year and yes they're all quite important to me that's why I've set them however where I'm at currently some are more important than others and I literally just want to put all of my focus and my attention and my motivation and everything into those three goals is what I've chosen and I will share those with you later and I just want to say before I kind of discuss the process that I went through that It is totally okay to not be as far as you wanted to be at this point of the year. Personally, that's why I chose to do the reflection. Normally, I don't do a quarter on reflection. I just do monthly. However, I know that I'm not as far forward as I thought I was going to be and as I was planning to be. So then having to reassess my goals and obviously where I'm going to be over the next three months is going to change from what I planned at the start of the year. Another thing to remember is also just to be kind to yourself. If you had great expectations, 
at the start of the year, which I'm sure many of us do because we can get caught up in the fun and which it is fun planning new goals and having dreams but especially in January I think there's a lot of that going around and sometimes we can kind of get carried away and set really high expectations for ourselves, which is great it's good to have expectations however when we don't meet them like it's not the end of the world so we just need to remember that it is okay wherever you are just be honest when you are doing the reflection because really you're the only one that's going to read it anyway unless you desire to share it with someone else um So definitely be as honest as you can when you do the reflection for this. So the process that I went through for my reflection was quite simple. There was four basic steps um, that I just kind of flowed through. And what I've done, I've broken it down into these four steps to make it um, more simpler for you guys to understand. And the first step is to reflect. So what I did in my journal was I wrote down all of the goals that I had for 2022. So I flicked back to the start of my journal and wrote them all down just to like refresh my memory. And honestly, there was one of them that I'd totally forgotten about because I haven't been like consistently working towards that. The next thing I did was just did a little reflection um, underneath them and thought, reflected if they were smart goals and if you don't know what smart goals are go and look it up I'm sure you probably did it in school it's a really great method when you first start goal setting because it makes breaking down goals and making them more achievable a lot easier so I just went through made sure they were all smart goals and then I kind of dove into a reflection in regards to what action I've been doing over the past three months towards each of these goals and what I've been doing well So I did just do it as a, I literally at the top of the page, I wrote, what have I been doing well the past three months? Underneath, I just journaled away about every single aspect that I've been doing well in relation to all of those goals. On the flip side, the other page has, what is something I can improve on for the next three months? So that's kind of looking at what didn't go so well and what you can focus on to improve in the next three months. And this is where I realized that I was probably spreading myself too thin and focusing on a lot at once. When in reality, I really need to focus on a certain few just for myself at this point in time. Not saying I can't come back to those goals later, like at the six month mark or later if I feel like that. But at this, where I'm at right now, I definitely want to focus more energy on less goals than having less energy on more goals. After I did that little reflection, I also reflected on my why and if it was still relevant. So I flicked again, flicked back to the start of the year and looked at the why that I wrote down. And I had just written one why for all of these goals. So I just kind of reflected on, was it still actually relevant? Did it make sense? Do I even still want to work towards these things anymore? And as I discovered that some of them weren't as much of a priority as I thought, hence why I now have three goals. And if you're not sure if you still want these same things, definitely go and do some visualization exercises. I do have, there's a visualization meditation, one of the first episodes So go and do that because that will really help you to literally just strip back all of like the expectations or what you think you want and just help you to literally just visualize and imagine 
what you want your life to look like. And then from there you can go, well, does working towards these goals get me to that life or to that vision? And it's totally okay if your vision has changed and the goals that you have aren't relevant anymore or you just need to change your goals a little bit. I think we sometimes get a little bit stubborn. Uh, I don't know if you guys like me, but I'm definitely stubborn sometimes. And I think in my head, well, I've set this goal for the year, so I need to stick to it no matter what, which is all good and well as long as you want to still achieve that goal and achieving that goal is going to get you the life you wanted and make you feel better or whatever it is that you're desiring because it's totally okay if things change like you are not it's not set in stone which is why it's so important to do these reflections because if I had just not bothered with this reflection until like the end of the year and just kept mindlessly working towards all of these goals I honestly probably wouldn't get very far because I am spreading myself so thin and also one of them I'm not really, I haven't even worked towards, so it's not that high on my priority list. So I obviously don't want it as bad as some of the others. So once you've kind of reflected on your why, if you still want those same goals, do you need to change them a little bit? If so, do that. And the third thing I did was look at the support around me. So some goals will be a lot easier and more streamlined and more achievable when you have support around you such as an accountability buddy and that can be for like whatever kind of goal whether it's like a health and fitness goal or a business goal or even just personal they don't have to be working towards the same goal but just someone that is going to support you and is going to ask you about that goal because for some reason a lot of us are so happy to let ourselves down but when it comes to letting other people down it's a different story so when we know that someone's going to ask us about how that's going or if I'm getting up early or if I'm reading every day like I wanted to then you're going to want to do it more another way of support that you might be able to find is a coach and obviously there is mindset coaches like myself and there's so many others out there and that can be for your personal mindset there is also business coaches out there if you need more guidance with business even things like financial advisors if it's a money goal and pts and dietitians and things like that nutritionists for health related goals so there is so many different forms of guidance support and coaching out there uh you just need to have a look and it's obviously going to depend on what your goals with what kind of coaching you are going to need. Another way of support is kind of like an accountability buddy, but it's also, it could be a group program. So that could be just whether it's a business, personal mindset, physical kind of group program. When you're working towards a similar goal as other people, then you are all there to support each other. Whether it's talking about things or that accountability aspect, There is always going to be some level of support there because you all understand what you're going through. You're going through it together. And that support can be really great in just the fact, again, that there's someone else going to be asking us about it. And also it's just that little bit extra motivation when there's other people like moving towards things. It gives you the motivation to, okay, well, they're doing it so I can do it too. And things like that are really, really great. The fourth step that I did was create a clear action plan. And this action plan I have broken down over the next three months. And I'll share with you um, one of those goals because if you like me, examples just make it so much easier. So with my clear action plan, I restructured my goal to make it super specific and clear. 
I then wrote out a how, just brainstormed a list of actions that I'm going to need to take to get there. And I also broke it down into monthly targets. So for the next three months, that's April, May, June, where I'm going to need to be at the end of April, where I'm going to be at the end of May in order to achieve this certain goal by the end of June, which is the end of quarter two. And then I also wrote underneath each goal is tracking, is how I'm going to track my progress for this goal. Because personally, I've found that tracking has helped me a lot in the past, whether that's a tick sheet, like a kind of grid or a calendar or um, journaling each week to reflect on my progress and things like that. I found that weekly tracking has helped a lot with moving forwards. So I have chosen to focus on three goals this coming quarter rather than the previous six that I was focusing. So I've literally halved the amount of goals that I'm going to focus on, which should double my amount of energy. I'm going to say that's what that's what it's going to be like. But the main thing I wanted to share with you is the specifics that I wrote down. So one of my goals for this coming month is to feel stronger and more confident in my body by working out four times a week. And this is because I stopped going to the gym at the start of the year because my gym closed and then working from home, I there's not one around my house. So I just kind of let that slip and was like, oh yeah, like I'll get to it later kind of thing. And now three months down the track, I'm definitely noticed the effects physical and mentally, especially working from home. I've been not moving my body as much after working in um, early childhood education where I was literally on my feet all day. And prior to that, like retail, I've never been in an office job. So working from home, sitting at my desk a lot of the day, it has definitely taken a toll physically and mentally. So going back to the gym is something that I did. I was enjoying when I was there. I literally just stopped because the gym I went to closed and I was just like, oh yeah, whatever. So I've joined a gym and I will be going three times a week for um, April. I think it's what I've written down, but I'll get to that. But then also underneath this goal, I've written deadlift 80 kilos, hip thrust 60, 30 knee push-ups and 10 pull-ups. So I've gotten really specific because I was working towards these similar goals when I was previously going to the gym. So I'm just going to kind of work back up to those. Um, and the numbers definitely help. That helps with it being so specific in relation to being a smart goal. It's specific. It's measurable. I know this is achievable because I have done all of these before. So I know I can get there and it's relevant to my goal of being stronger and more confident in my body. And obviously there's a time limit because it's hope at the end of quarter two is when I will have achieved these goals. The next thing that I wrote underneath was the how. And this is just breaking it down into kind of clear steps that I need to take in order to get to this goal. So the how of achieving this, I have written plan and schedule workouts as part of my weekly planning session, which I do on a Sunday. I sit down and write out what I've got for that week, meals, um, social events, business meetings, stuff like that. I'm going to plan and schedule the workouts, what time and what workout I'm actually going to be doing as part of that weekly planning session. I'm going to make sure that I find an exercise that I enjoy in top of what I already do. So I like being outdoors and walking outside is, I love it. It's great. Even if I'm just walking around my neighborhood, there is lots of trees in nature. So it's, it's pretty good. However, there's a lot of local, um, what are they called? 
like nature reserves and things like that. And that's also something I enjoy, but I want to find something on top of that. So that is a challenge that I'm going to need to take the next three months. I am going to try out swimming again just on my own. Uh, but I've also written dance as well as an idea. If you guys have any ideas, hit me because there's not that many things local to me as well, which I kind of, that's what put me off at the start as well. I'd use that as an excuse. So not anymore. Another how is pick a specific goal, piece of clothing to work towards. So for myself, I don't own scales. I don't particularly want to own scales. I'm happy to not look at numbers in regards to health and fitness. It's more about how I feel, which is why I've written feel stronger and more confident in my body as my goal, not lose 10 kilos or whatever because I'm not too fussed about the numbers. It's more about how I feel. So I have picked a dress that I have that currently doesn't fit me and I'm using that as like a way to track my progress rather than weighing myself each week. I'm tr going to be trying on this dress each week so then I can compare that way rather than with scales. Also, I'm just being stingy and I don't want to go and buy scales because <laughs> I don't really need them. And the last thing for the how that I wrote is daily steps which again, I'm going to be scheduling walks um, to ensure that I get the steps up. So then after this is when we've broken down into monthly targets, which I'll just quickly list for you so you can get an idea. I've done three workouts a week, one nature walk a week, and this means like a nature reserve, not just around my block. 8,000 steps a day, 10 knee push-ups, assisted pull-ups with a machine. I haven't put a weight there because I'm not sure yet. I have to wait until I go and do it. Deadlift 40 kilos and hip thrust, hip thrust 30 kilos. Now, I've just broken those down because those were the specifics that I wrote in my goal. And you can do the same thing if you want. If you have super specifics, break down little baby steps because then the next month I'm working out four times a week, two nature walks, 10,000 steps a day, things like that. I've just increased it a little bit. And doing the same thing for a month might sound like it's not getting you anywhere but these are skill these are not skills so these are things that i want to become habits so in order to make it a habit they say it's on average between 21 and 90 days which is super varied but the average is about 60 days to form a habit and 60 days is two months so as over the next three months as i gradually increase i'm already going like by the time june comes i'm already going to have the habit of walking every single day to get 10,000 steps. So then an extra 2,000 is not that big of a deal. And by the time June comes, I will already be deadlifting 60 kilos. So then deadlifting 80 is not going to be that much of a jump. But if I went what I'm doing now, which I think is, I'm doing 40 now, 40 to 80, like that's quite a big jump. But when you do that gradually over like eight weeks, it's not that bad which is why breaking it down and having a clear action plan is so important because it gives you that guidance on where to go. And the lucky last thing that I wrote down was tracking because I know for me tracking really helps. And the way I'm going to track this particular goal is use my diary um, schedule that I've got to actually tick off what I've done. I'll be doing a weekly reflection using the stop, start, continue method. And I will also do weekly pictures and videos with said dress. So those are going to be the ways that I track this goal. 
Now, you can obviously, everyone's girl is going to be so different. I just broke that one down for you guys because that's quite a simple one to break down. There's lots of numbers there. But it obviously is going to depend on your goal. If you haven't done any reflections for this year, or even if you have done monthly reflections, I definitely recommend just going back and doing this quarter one reflection and looking at your 2022 goals as a whole, rather than just focusing on that one month. So look at your big yearly goal. Do you still want to be working towards that? Is it still accurate? Things like that. Do you need to change it? Do you need to reprioritize? And you might be like me, you might still have very similar goals. However, some are just going to take precedence over others right now. And that's totally fine. We only have so much energy that we can do. And I know personally, the reason that I haven't moved as far forward as I wanted to in these first three months is because I was spreading myself too thin. And now that I've done this reflection, I can recognize that and go, okay, well, this is what I actually want to work towards right now this is what's going to be most important to me and from that goal like my physical and mental health that is one of the the most important things for me so that's why this is one of the three goals that I will be focusing on and that brings us to the end of this week's episode I hope you guys enjoyed it I would love to hear what some of your quarter one and quarter two goals are or even just monthly goals, literally anything that you're working towards, send me a message on Instagram at Rising With Confidence and just say that you listen to the podcast and you're sharing the goals because I would love to hear them. There's always nice knowing someone out there is supporting you and I can be that person for you. I would love to be that person for you. There is also a little announcement that I wanted to share with you guys. If you've been following me for a while, you'll know that at the start of the year, I did the first live round of my group coaching program, which is called Rise and Align with Confidence. And it's a six-week coaching program. And it's going to be starting again in April for the second live round. And this is actually going to be the final live round. I'm not going to be doing it live again. And when I say live, I just mean you get the videos real time as the weeks go on. You get the videos week by week kind of thing. Um, after this round, it's all going to be self-paced and it will just be online. So there'll just be less contact with me. So if you want more of that close contact, close proximity kind of environment, then definitely keep an eye out for when the round two registrations open because you're going to be first in for that. But other than that, I hope you guys are having a great week and let me know how you go with your reflections. That brings this week's episode to a close. Thank you all so much for listening and I hope you gained something from it. So if you're not already following me on Instagram, definitely come and join the community. That's at Rising With Confidence, all one word, nice and easy for you. Just pop that in and come and join the community and send me a message. Let me know that you're from the podcast and I cannot wait to chat to you. Make sure you subscribe and follow along so that you get notifications every week when a new episode drops. Thank you for listening.